0: a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Watch this. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Let me ask you a simple question this morning. How many of you would love for your family members and your friends to be on fire for Jesus. How many of you would love for your friends and your family members to know the God that you know? Who, who wants that in this room? I want that. I want my friends to know Jesus. I want my friends and my family to experience what I've experienced. Many of us in this room who are really born again. We want that for those around us. You know what's interesting is that as I watch these two characters, at some point in my life I was both of them. I was the crazy Jesus kid, and at the same time, I had learned a little bit, and I became more like this kid over here, this guy over here, who understood that you don't necessarily have to shove Jesus down people's throats in order for them to accept. Now, the scripture is very interesting that we read because the scripture says, let your light shine. Let your light shine. You see, when you get into a real relationship with Jesus, when you have an encounter with the Most High God, and you have a real relationship with Him— Other people are going to see it. You don't have to go to school with a Jesus t shirt. Now, there's nothing wrong with these things. You don't have to go to school with a Jesus flyer. You don't have to go to school with a big cross hanging off your neck so that people know you're a Christian. Because what he said, the love of God, which has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost, will make them see there's something different about you. Now, I'm a little bit older than you here, I've been through junior high school. I've been through high school, and I've been through college. I now live in my own apartment, and I live around people of the world. Everyone who lives in our apartment building, only one of them just got saved, praise God, just recently. But I have learned that there's not always, it's not always the time to give somebody a Jesus track. It's not always the time to shove Jesus down somebody's throat. But God will reveal it to you when the time is for those type of things. Now, I want you to check something out. Go to the book of John. Go a couple books to the right. Go to the book of John. Because our second character here, he said something very interesting. The first question I asked you was, how many of you want your friends and your family to experience Jesus like you have experienced Jesus? And almost every one of us in this room want that for our friends. We want people to know that we serve a God who changes lives and makes our lives better. John chapter 15, please. How do we get there is the question. Once you get to John 15, just look up. I want to tell you about a very interesting friend of mine in junior high school. In junior high school, I had this friend. And he was very active in his youth group. You know, he was a part of, you know, the worship team. And he was very active in his youth group. But he was a troublemaker in school. He loved God, but he was a troublemaker in school. He was always in trouble with the teachers. He got kicked out of class almost every week. He got detention all the time. And in those days, I don't know if you still do this, but detention wasn't just show up for something. In this particular class, this teacher made you write out several hundred times what you will not do again tomorrow. Do you guys still have to do that? Some of the guys, oh yeah, we had to do that before. Anyone ever have to do that? This kid was in trouble all the time, making fun of teachers, always getting himself in trouble. But you know, every couple weeks he put on a Jesus t-shirt and he would show up. And maybe he got on fire at youth group or something like that, and he would show up to school, and he would start talking like a Christian. Start acting like, you know, a real Jesus person. You know, really interested in Jesus. But just give it a couple days, and he's right back to doing the same old things again. Making fun of teachers, getting detention, getting kicked out of class, getting in trouble with his parents. It's interesting. I don't think this this friend wanted to be a hypocrite, but he really was a hypocrite, wasn't he? He put on his Jesus t-shirt. He wanted others to know about Jesus but he wasn't living it for himself. And do you want to know why? Because he had a head knowledge of Jesus, but he never really understood what it meant to have a real relationship with God. That friend is in this room today. They've been with me for several years and they're in this room today. That friend is me. I was that person wore my Jesus t-shirt to school. I wanted my friends to know about Jesus, but I was in trouble all the time. I was getting detention, getting kicked out of class, fighting with my teachers, arguing. And I grew up in a Christian home. I didn't want to be a hypocrite, but I didn't understand what it meant to have a real relationship with the living God. And you know what? It doesn't mean anything if you go to school and you hand out a Jesus track. It doesn't mean anything if you go to school and you wear a Jesus t-shirt if there's no real life in Christ to back it up. And that's what I was. I wasn't a real believer. I wasn't a real Christian. I was empty. I had all the head knowledge. I could talk Christianese like, you know, to you a blue in the face because I had been in church, born and raised in church, baptized in the Holy Ghost by the time I was 10 years old, laying hands on the sick and they recovered because I was filled from a young age. But I decided in, in junior high school that i was going to do what i wanted to do and so i turned away from god and i began to try to live this double life but do you know in the end of the bible in the book of revelation jesus says you can't be lukewarm you're either hot or you're cold if you're lukewarm he's going to spit you right out of his mouth and that's what i realized i had forgotten what it meant to have a real relationship with god and some of us in this room we have become like that because we come to church and we know how to talk christianese we can carry our bible to school in days we really feel like a christian we can wear our jesus t-shirt we can fill our ipod with jesus music But if we don't have a real relationship with the living God, what does it matter? And that's what I realized for my own life. You guys are at the brand new start of a new year. It's a brand new journey. You've got the whole world ahead of you in terms of just the school year. And I know that you want your friends to see Jesus in you. I wanted my friends to see Jesus in me. But do you know, I worked so hard on letting them see Jesus in me that I didn't get Jesus inside me. I didn't get Jesus in me. Here's what I want you to see. Are you in the book of John, chapter 15? I want you to go to verse 1. John chapter 15, verse 1 Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of the living God, is speaking here. He said, I am the true vine, and my Father the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes back, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine neither can you unless you abide in me watch this i am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and i in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing can i just tell you the secret to seeing the salvation of your friends and family members i don't know if you're like me i'm a formula kind of guy i want to know how i get to plus two to equal four. I want a formula for everything. And in life, there's not really a formula for everything. But let me tell you something. If your passion this year is to let your friends see the real Jesus on the inside of you, if your passion this year is to let your family members see the real Jesus who has changed your life, then do you know what you need to do? You don't need to get up in their face and shove Jesus down their throat. You need to get on your knees and get Jesus inside of you. And that's the difference. And that's what I realized. Jesus says, if you abide in me. Do you know what that word abide means? It means to make your home in make your home your home is a sanctuary it's a place of rest it's a place of joy it's a place of peace it's supposed to be those things so jesus said come and make your home in me and let me make my home in you it's a beautiful exchange and when we get jesus in our hearts then we get the heart of the father do you know what the heart of the father is you saw it right here that character knelt down to help this young lady who was knocked over by somebody who really didn't care he knelt down to pick up her books it's interesting because jesus tells the story very similar to that in the bible it's called the story of the good samaritan now you and i that doesn't mean much to us we just think it's a story about a good person but you have to understand what a samaritan was a samaritan was a despised race they were half jewish and half of another culture the jews hated the samaritans so for jesus to say it was a good samaritan that stopped by to help the person was like blasphemy because they don't think anything of the, the samaritans why would the samaritans do that But he was trying to explain that's the heart of God, that you would stop. And when you get alone with God and you get filled up on Him, then you're going to have the heart of God on the inside. And you don't have to walk around shoving Jesus down people's throats. You want to know why? Because they're going to come to you, they're going to want to know what's different about you. It happens to me even now. There are times when I just get all excited about Jesus and I get out there and I want to preach and I want to witness and some people turn away and some people accept. But then there are times where I just live my life and I don't, I'm, I'm praying, God, please use me. Please use me. Please use me. And people see the Jesus in me while I'm not even trying to do anything. People see the Jesus in me and their lives are transformed. That's what's happening in our apartment building right now. We live with three other people, and one of them just got saved. One of the most unlikely characters. We would not expect him to get saved. He's, uh, he's been divorced for several years. You know, uh, he, he, I don't know what goes on inside of his apartment, but he's noticed there's something different. We fill our apartment with praise. We, fill, oh, just, we just worship the Lord as much as we can as a family. And he feels, they, they feel something different. And I'm telling you, when you get Jesus inside, people are going to see it. You don't have to push it down their throats. This is the, the greatest secret that we need in this world because you want to know the truth? Your friends are dying. Your friends are dying if they don't know Christ. And they're going down a path that's not going to lead to good. It's going to lead to destruction. And God wants to use you. But before he can use you, do you know what he has to do? He's got to fill you up, just like we talked about a couple weeks ago. You've got to be filled up with Jesus. Now, if you let your light shine before men, Jesus says that they will see your good works. But in order to do that, you've got to abide in Jesus. Now, if you're doing that, I want to show you one more scripture today. Go to the book of 1 Peter. It's close to the end of the Bible. The book of 1 Peter. 1st Peter chapter 3 verse 15 Okay let's read it together it says but sanctify that word means set apart but set apart the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and with fear Do you remember just a few minutes ago that scene that we saw here I want you to take yourself back to that drama that we saw. You have this this person over here who really means well. He wants people to be on fire for Jesus. And many of us can relate to this character. There's not much wrong with this character. He wants people to be on fire for Jesus. But he just hasn't been given the tools how. And he needs a real relationship. And he does all these things that he thinks he's supposed to do. But then there's this other character over here who just spends time abiding in Jesus And letting Jesus abide in him. And what happens is the friend sees there's something different about you. Is there anyone in this room, adults included, that's been, that's been, that comment's been made to? There's something different about you. What is it? That comment's been made to me before. A couple adults. Any of you students? There's something different about you? Yeah. People will begin to see. And you know that's the way that God designed it. The word says, always be ready to give a reason. Give a reason, an explanation for the hope that is in you. If if your friend asks you about Jesus, what are you going to tell them? What can you tell your friend about Jesus? Have you learned enough at Sunday school? Have you learned enough at home? The truth is, you're not going to know what to say unless you're really abiding in Him. I find myself there sometimes. And I study the Bible all the time, regularly. And I still find myself, what do I say to this person? Because they need something different. Do you know why that the, that's the Holy Spirit is so important in your life? That's why you need to abide in Jesus. The last thing I'm going to say to you, pay attention now. This is why you need to abide in Jesus because every individual is different. And when you abide in Him and you get near somebody, He's going to reveal to you exactly what that person needs. And you're going to know what to say. He'll fill your mouth with what you need to say in the hour of need. So we need to get along with Him. If we're going to do anything for Jesus this year, we need to get with Him first. We need to get filled up on Him first. And then He can use us to be His apostles. Then He can use us to be His ambassadors. But God cares so much about you right now first that He just wants to fill you up and as he fills you up as we talked about a couple weeks ago you're going to bubble over and you're not going to be able to help but touch your friends and touch your family members